This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. Been looking forward to this all week. Uh, and first of all, I just want to kind of set the stage. We've got some news this week on the diversity front. It was announced that Rosalind Brewer, she's going to take over as CEO of Walgreens Boots Alliance. That's going to happen in March, making the three largest U.S. pharmacy chains now led by women for the first time. So we have definitely seen some progress when it comes to women uh, in the C-suite and at the top of companies, but they're still making up less than 6% of CEOs of S&P 500 companies. Let's get into this. Um, delighted to have with us Cara Helander, she's Managing Director and Chief Inclusion and Diversity Officer over at the Carlisle Group, based in Washington, and that's where she joins us on the phone. Also with us is Bloomberg News Finance and Wall Street reporter Shanali Basik. She's joining us in our Interactive Brokers studio. So, Cara, so great to have you here with uh, me and Shanali. I know you guys have talked a lot uh, over the past, but let's just kick it off with um, where are we when it comes to diversity and inclusion in the workplace? Have we made significant progress in your view? You know, Carol, thank you, first of all. Um, delightful yeah. to be here. But I would say, you know, there are we have made progress. Um, the objective numbers show that we're making movement, but it's slow. And it's something that we are, as a, a community, business community, and certainly at Carlisle, we're very focused on. And as I have spoken with Shanali about, part of the reason that we're very focused on it is it really does lead to value creation to improve business performance. You know, and we're, we're about making the portfolio companies that we invest in stronger. And this is definitely part of our value creation for them. And it's also part of making sure that our organization has the right skills, the perspective, the diversity of thought that we need to really make the best investment decision. Cara, you mentioned that the change is slow. I'm wondering, what is the friction? What are some of the reasons that some of this progress are being slowed down? You know, I think that this is, it's, it's about a couple of things. One, it's about um, changing and perhaps improving the way that we have traditionally done things like hire people. Um, and secondly, it's about helping people see and improve the ways that we make decisions so that we are as objective and unbiased as possible. And, you know, I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. For us at Carlisle, um, what we've done is put a lot of focus on making sure that we're improving how we attract and um, recruit people. Um, for example, we require that every interview slate has at least two diverse candidates. Um, that's based on some evidence that that makes a difference. But we've also become more consistent in how we're evaluating people against you know, the most important criteria for that role. Um, and that helps us all just make sure that we're hiring the person who's the best qualified, perhaps not the person that we immediately connect with as readily. Um, it almost sounds a little bit like, and forgive me, I just want to jump in. Like, we've had a lot of discussions around Bloomberg about, should we bring back quotas? And it has helped bring more women into the workplace. But what do you, how do you feel about that? You know, I think, it, I think first of all, you, sh you can set aspirational targets. But I think what's really important is setting, um, measuring the quality of the process, mm. right? So that you are, if, if that example of having at least two diverse candidates slates, is important because you are then saying we want you to make sure that you're running the most 
top quality process possible. And we know that's part of it. Because if you haven't cultivated that, then you haven't really reached out and identified the best talent in the market. Speaking of measurement, you know, as a reporter, we try to look for everyone's diversity data. And traditionally, it's been so hard. Carol, I know. so hard. <laughs> right. Um, Cara, what are, what are these difficulties about? Why is it so difficult for so many companies to disclose the, pro- uh, the progress they're making? You know, I can't speak for other companies. What I can speak to is Carlisle and the fact that this is a strategic priority. And like any strategic priority, we measure it. Um, And so, and it's not new. We've been doing this for a while. And that's important because um, we really need to be able to do that to drive change. And And I think the other thing I would emphasize is that we're pretty comprehensive in what we're tracking. Just as I spoke about, you know, the gender equity index that we we were part of Bloomberg's gender mm-hmm. equity index, right? Um, you know, that is certainly important. But we also track metrics around a broader range of diversity in our workforce. You know, we define diversity right. as being including the the meaningful differences that are in our people and in our portfolio companies and in the markets we serve. You and I were talking in the break that, you know, measuring diversity, measuring inclusion, like there's different things. You're measuring women, you're measuring race. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. And race tends to be uh, very difficult as well. There are different types of rules around how disclosures are made. And Cara, I'm really interested in how you think about uh, this issue and how when you're thinking about disclosure, how you're going beyond gender and looking at all forms of diversity. Absolutely. So, Chanel, you're absolutely right. Different locations, different geographies by law, and also what's meaningful in terms of diversity differs. We um, we definitely collect information that we can by law. Um, and in fact, we've been expanding. So we collect gender, we collect race, ethnicity in the U.S. Um, but we've also been looking at ways that we can expand the information that we can collect on our employees so we can better meet their needs. One great example is we recently allowed or helped our employees um, with the ability to self-identify LGBTQ plus status. And what that means is because we better understand the makeup of our workforce, we were better able to serve them with the benefits that they need. Um, We recently announced enhanced fertility benefits that are really quite cutting edge and in part, that information helped us to do that. Um, you know, we're also, but we're on a continued effort to um, understand what we can collect. We also collect data on the boards of our portfolio companies. Um, right. And we do this because our data shows that those companies that have more diverse boards outperform those that don't. Let's talk and about so, that for a second. Uh, Kari, I just wanted to chime in here because I wanted to explain Carlisle owns a lot of companies <laughs> across the country, across the globe, and uh, so do many of your peers. When it comes to the portfolio companies, what is what are some of the areas where you can make the most progress? Um, the board is a, is a key area because the board sets the tone. It sets the strategy and direction for the company. And so we are very focused on that. And in fact, as I mentioned, those boards that are diverse in our portfolio show average earnings growth, annual earnings growth, that's nearly 12% higher than those that don't have a diverse board. And so that's clearly part of our value creation strategy. 
And we set a goal of having 30% diverse directors on the boards of our controlled companies within two years of our ownership by 2023. And, you know, this is a great example where measuring and keeping track of it really makes a difference. Um, In 2020, 56% of the new directors added to those company boards were diverse. You know, so it's that old adage, what... What, me- you, what matters, you measure, and so we're definitely measuring. Cara, I ask, and you know, I feel like these conversations we've been having, not just with you, but with so many people for a long, long time about diversity and more women, more minorities, whether it's boards, whether it's senior positions, um, why is it taking so long? First of all, it takes intention. Uh, you've got to embed and reinforce this in everything you do. It's not just one project. It's not just one sponsorship or one statement. And it has to be comprehensive and it has to be led from the top. And I think, you know, our CEO, Sung Lee, he is the chair of our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Council, and he is committed to driving this. i give you a good example. We have specific action plans around diversity, equity, and inclusion for each one of our funds and our functions. And progress against those plans gets reviewed in quarterly business reviews, just like any other priority. What we see is when you do that, you can make progress. You know, last year in the United States, 63% of everyone we hired into the firm was either female or an ethnic minority. So you can make progress with consistent intentional effort and focus and using some smart strategy. So some of these things are really hard to measure. And mm-hmm. when we look at, for example, the Bloomberg Gender Equity Index, what we're seeing is one of the things we measure is inclusive culture. Some of these things so feel so intangible. How do you measure things like that? It is intangible. And we can, we do, we put the measures in place that we can. And that can be measures from employee sentiment surveys, it can be tracking how talent is moving through your organization and are, is the career trajectory progressing at the same rate. Um, you know, I think one of the other things that we've done is we've equipped all of our people with an understanding of what unconscious bias is, how it can show up, but more importantly, what they can do in their day-to-day to mitigate it. And I think, you know, we've had... of our employees go through that session. So that's one of the measures. We're we're raising awareness and equipping people to contribute to an inclusive culture. So one thing I wanted to ask you, because one of the things that, Carr, we've talked about, and there's been reports out, too, about women being set back in the workforce because of the pandemic. What have you seen on that front, whether it's, you know, the struggles within your within Carlisle or your portfolio companies, you know, more broadly? I mean, what are your thoughts about that or just more broadly in society? You know, I think um, I, you know, there's no question. Um, we've all been juggling and challenged. Hmm. You know, I had a colleague who ran into her closet to do a conference call because her kids were making noise outside, right? <laughs> We've real. all been living that life. <laughs> um, and, I, and I think, you know, we're very attentive to um, making sure that we're taking that into consideration in how we're managing folks. 
Um, I want to go back to the point about inclusion. And, Shanali, one of the other things that, you know, for example, we're beginning to measure is who is on the deal teams that are in due diligence mm -hmm. for those, you know, those key companies, who's managing those companies. So it's measuring not only the outcomes, but what are the, what are the, what's the access and opportunity that helps advance somebody's career? And are we giving those equally throughout the organization or across populations? Um, in terms of women and, and the challenges faced with COVID, there's no yeah. question. Um, and I think what we're trying to do is be attentive, equip our managers to be aware and manage effectively in light of that. Well, Cara, I hope we can continue this conversation with you because I think it's an important one. And the more we talk about it and it's conversations, but as you says, it's intentions, setting intentions and actually deliberate actions that are making a difference. And we can hear it in terms of what you guys are doing at Carlisle. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Cara Helander, she's Managing Director, Chief Inclusion and Diversity Officer over at the Carlisle Group. And our thanks to our own Shanali Basak. Important conversation. And let's keep this going. Let's keep it going. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, really important.